and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Upstate Unconventional. I'm your host, Nico Polizzi. Thank you for tuning in. If you've had a paranormal or spiritual experience and would like to be on the show, go ahead and email me at upstateunconventional at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram at upstate underscore unconventional. What's up, everybody? We got a fun episode today. We got Dave on from Canada. He talks about some of his paranormal experiences growing up. And then we kind of dive into a little bit of conspiracy and some spirituality, which is kind of like the point of this whole show that the three are all connected. And I guess you could make an argument that the paranormal and spiritual are kind of the same, the supernatural, but paranormal, spiritual, supernatural, whatever you want to call it, and conspiracy are all connected. Whether you're, you know, looking into conspiracies and then you find some spiritual truth, or you're on a spiritual journey which leads you into conspiracy, it doesn't matter. It's all connected. It's all synchronistic. But I hope you guys enjoy the episode. It's going to start right after this sponsor. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we're talking to Dave. Now, Dave and I follow each other on Instagram, and he messaged me and was like, dude, I have some wild paranormal experiences I'd love to talk about. So I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. And then, then you leave me a voice message, and you're like, oh, yeah, we heard voices. Other people heard them. That's it. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were like, yeah, don't tell me too much, because I like a mm-hmm. little bit of a surprise, right? Yeah exactly so you're up there in canada how how's it up there is it as crazy as uh everyone says it is on instagram it's 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 like nazi germany up here man (laughs) sucks it's crazy like i'm so frustrated with like you know telling people at work like well i have a lot of friends like coworkers who are you know they know what's going on they know a lot of the bs that's going on right Mm -hmm. and uh we're fighting to like take off our masks and stuff and they're like I work at, um, at a Costco, right? And uh, they try to get us to wear our masks outside in like 40 degrees Celsius weather, which is like 110 degrees outside, right? Yeah, it's, it's insane, man. It's ridiculous. It's... And even today, they, uh, our store director called the cops on this old man who was like unmedically exempt. <laughs> and she called the cops on this poor guy, right? Like... He's like, well, you better take the sign down then that says I'm if I'm medically exempt, I can go into the store. You better take that sign down. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it is unreal. I mean, hopefully more people wake up. But uh, uh, I think I think it's happening. Yeah, I, I feel Fully it. Fully but surely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so, yeah. So you grew up in a haunted house, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh... I would have to say it was about uh, 1990, okay. and I was about 11 years old. Okay. 42 now, um, but uh, yeah, man. So I was living with my parents and my brother, who was just about to he just joined the military, the Canadian military, mm-hmm. and um, he was moving out, and his bedroom was in the basement, and uh, so as soon as he took off naturally i was like yeah i'm taking the basement because it's huge and i can have my friends over and whatever right Mm -hmm. so that's what i did and i moved all my stuff down there when he left and uh the first night i stayed down there it was fine and then uh the second night however was completely different (laughs) so i'm just lying in bed and i'm i just hit the pillow so i'm not sleepy yet I'm just kind of you know I'm a kid I'm full of energy I gotta wind down right and my dog's at the foot of my bed the basement's pitch black and uh just lying there and all of a sudden I heard a voice right directly in my ear and it was a very very deep voice and all it said was the word crack wow all right I don't know why it said that and every time I tell people this, they're like, oh, maybe it was a, a ghost of a crackhead, right? <laughs> but needless to say, when I heard it, 
I froze. Mm-hmm. And I was completely paralyzed because I was like, what was that? And um, so it was about 20 seconds I was frozen. And then I got up and it was like I could see in the dark and I ran upstairs, two flights of stairs to the top, ran into my parents' bedroom and I was, and I lied down beside my mother and I woke them up and my both my mom and dad and they're like, what's the matter? What's the matter? I'm like, I heard a voice. I heard a voice. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, right? And uh, they said, oh, you've been watching too many movies. That was their brush off, right? Yeah. Watching too many movies, right? And then uh, the next day, I moved all my stuff back upstairs. <laughs> but I'm not going down there anymore, right? Yeah. But I, I, I did go down there because I kind of made it as my playroom. Like I had uh, like a Sega Genesis back then. Mm-hmm. And um, so... I was playing video games down there and it's probably about a month later when um, I'm sitting downstairs and playing a game and I could hear my mother from the top of the stairs and she said, David. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Go upstairs. I, I go around the corner upstairs and I see my mom sitting in the living room watching TV. And I said, yeah, mom, what's up? And she's like, what? What's up? I'm like, uh, you called me? She's like, no, I didn't call you. I'm like, okay. I didn't think anything of it, right? Mm-hmm. So I go back downstairs and uh, start playing again. And then maybe like five minutes later, I hear her again. David, what the hell? So I go upstairs again. She's still sitting there watching TV. I said, mom, why are you calling me? She's like, I'm not calling you. And she, my mom's not the type to pull pranks, right? Either, mm-hmm. right? So... I was like, what, what the hell, right? So I go back downstairs and about 10 minutes later, <laughs> I'm playing a game and all, all I hear is this voice again, but it was different this time. It was like angry. It said, David. And I was like, dropped my controller and I ran upstairs and sat in the living room with my mom. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I can relate to that story. My, uh, we moved into the house when I was in going into seventh grade. So I was like 11, about the same age. And that would happen all the time. I think my dad was downstairs and I'd hear him yell, Nico, and I'd walk down. He's just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah. And my brother had one. He, he still lived with them up until they moved out of that house in 2017. And one of the last things he had was... This is pretty recent then. Yeah, he, um, yeah. he was in his room and his room was above the basement. It was like a, my dad's like workshop area and everything. And my parents heard him walking, someone walking around downstairs and they called down and they're like, my brother's name's Anthony. They're like, Anthony, you down there? And the voice said, yeah. Then they walked into their bedroom across the way from his room and they saw he was in there. They're like, how'd you get up there so fast? He's like, I've been in here the whole time. Oh my God. And <laughs> like it, it, my parents were completely oblivious to this stuff. Um, right it's, that's how it was for me too my parents were oblivious they were like oh he watches too many movies or whatever right mm-hmm. and they don't they never had any experiences that i know of growing up yeah. themselves right this was all me right mm-hmm. so i thought you know at 11 years old what do you think right it's a ghost it's a ghost right mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like there's the the third the third time that I heard this voice somebody else heard it with me Mm -hmm. and that's what confirmed my suspicions right yep so it was me and my brother that I told you about Mm -hmm. who went off to the military he was visiting and his wife was with him she was my sister-in-law and my parents and a few other people went out to go play bingo for the night and uh excuse me and then she was looking after me and we were playing cards in the kitchen together and uh casually playing cards and then all of a sudden she just said oh are you thirsty i'm thirsty i'm like yeah i'm thirsty just go grab us a drink okay so i go to the fridge and i grab a drink and i bring it back and she says thank you and then all of a sudden right after she said thank you we heard a voice in the living room that was like around the wall it was 
cornered off, we could hear it specifically from the living room. And it was that same voice and it said, thank you. And we, we, both, look, we both looked at each other in shock, right? And then she grabbed me by the hand, like really tight. And she said, did you hear that? I'm like, yeah. And then we both snuck around the corner into the living room, same spot where my mother was sitting, by the way, before. And no TV on, no radio on, no nothing. Windows weren't open. Nobody could speak. Like we were looking around, right? And then we were scared. Both of us were scared. And she grabbed me by the hand. She says, let's just go outside on the, on the porch and wait for people to get home. <laughs> you know? And you were, you were still 11 years old when that one happened? Or yeah, probably like 11 or 12. Yeah. It was around the same, same time era, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, I contact because my brother and her got a divorce. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then years later, I tried to contact her on Facebook and, we talked a little bit and then the last thing I ever said to her was do you remember that time right and I brought up the story right mm-hmm. and she goes no 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 that never happened yeah. <laughs> she completely denied it mm-hmm. Dude, I, I <laughs> and I remember it. it like yet like it was yesterday and I'm 42 now so it's like mm-hmm. 30 years ago right that happens a lot man I mean I've noticed just with uh my friends and stuff like I had an experience with my one friend. We were sailing back from uh, from South Carolina back to New York. Right. And I posted the picture on my Instagram page, but this boat just came up out of nowhere, literally just appeared. I mean, we're 60 miles off the shore. So it's like, there's no other boats out there. This thing just followed us for about 10 minutes and then just vanished. It's like a ghost boat. Yeah. And it's right around Cape Hatteras, which is... Um, like the graveyard of the Atlantic, there's over 5,000 shipwrecks in that area. And easily, there's easily going to be some paranormal activity there, right? And yeah, older boat, I mean, no engine, no sails up, it's following us about 20, maybe about a mile away, it's just following us. And I brought it up to him. He's in the Air Force now, I was talking to him. I was like, remember the ghost ship? He's like, we never saw a ghost ship never (laughs) i'm like come on dude come on you know what you saw i have a picture of it and (laughs) see people don't want to open their minds to that kind of thing right they're 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 terrified of it they just deny it completely Mm -hmm. right and i had an uh one of my best friend my best friend back then he claimed his house was haunted and (laughs) i was like yeah okay whatever right Mm -hmm. (laughs) We were at his place one day for lunch. He lived like right, pretty much his backyard was where our school was, right? So we went to his place for lunch. And again, we're playing Sega Genesis in his bedroom. And no windows were open in the house, no nothing. And we're just playing casually. And all of a sudden his his bedroom door, which we're facing and it's on our left, his bedroom door goes, boom and then the door goes the door handle was like locks wow. and we're like what the fuck and we're like <laughs> he ran over the door we're like open the door and we just ran back to school <laughs> we saw the door handle go you know That's... you know those 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 door handles where you push it in and then you push it in and lock yep. it yeah it's what i have in this house right now <laughs> oh man i tell you uh, and even even me as like somebody who had these experiences, I didn't believe them, right? I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, you're just you're full of it, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, sure enough, when that happened, we were like, yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> That's wild. So did you know right away it was paranormal or did it kind of come to you later on in life? That's a good question because um, not only those experiences, but later on, when I grew up, I had my spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. And I found that those experiences and another experience that I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. were the seeds that were planted in my life to, to awaken me. Like those stayed with me forever, like implanted in my brain. And they'll never leave, right? I'll, I'll never forget them. I'll always remember them like yesterday. And, um, yeah, I just found that I don't know if it was evil 
or not. Maybe it was God doing these things to wake me up back then for the time because I didn't I didn't become spiritually awake till I was about 30 years old, right? Like 12 years ago. And I remember like when I became awake, I was like, I thought back to those times. I'm like, that had to happen to me for a reason. You know what I mean? For like for now, you know? So the other thing that happened to me was I was 13 years old uh, or 13 or 14. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine who was much older than me. He's probably like four years older than me. And he was talking about his philosophy class and how, um, how he could astral project, right? He did astral projection. And this philosophy teacher was kind of telling them how to do it. They said, when you're like half in, half out, you picture a beam of light from, the, from your forehead to your toes and you're lying on your back in a comfortable position. And that kind of stuck with me and it kind of freaked me out. And so um, we drove to my brother's place in Ottawa and for Christmas. And we got there at like five in the morning on Christmas morning and we were really tired. So my dad and I were having a nap on, in the basement and for some reason, my friend's discussion came in back into my head about the astral projection thing. And I was so tired, but I was half in, half out. And sure enough, when I pictured that beam of light from, from my forehead to my toes, boom, I was out of body and I was going up the stairs and around the corner. And I went, I got scared and I went back to my body and I went, whoa, what the fuck was that? Right? I'm 13 years old. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And for that whole day, I went to my brother and I told him, and he was like, the same thing that my parents told me, oh, you've watched too many movies, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And the whole, that whole day, I was just like a complete zombie. I did not enjoy that Christmas at all <laughs> yeah. because I was like, what was that? And I couldn't even speak. I was just like, well, not, I mean, it's literally like otherworldly. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's once so, that happens to you, it's like, okay, like it's kind of like, yeah, I guess I have a soul or I, I am a soul in this meat bag, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had well, I have a hard time with this one because I used to do a lot of lucid dreaming when I was in college, mm -hmm. and I, I can't, I don't know if it was just a very vivid lucid dream or if it was more of an astral projection, but there was a situation I had where I was running around. I was also playing a lot of World of Warcraft at the time. So I don't know if this <laughs> messed with my <laughs> idea of Possibly. Being, being in a in your subconscious. Right. But I was flying around and I like was jumping and just flying through the sky. And I hit what felt like a dome, hit the dome and woke up but I didn't wake up in my bed. I woke up in a like bit like a boardroom and there's a bunch of people sitting around in suits. And this has happened to me a couple of times. They're sitting around in suits and I like snapped into it like mid meeting and they're trying to get me to sign something. And as soon as I came to, I realized like, Oh no, I'm not signing anything. And then they started getting angrier and their faces started shifting. They really? from, and they started shifting into more, I would say a demonic face and they started. And as soon as I like got up to run, they're like pushing this paper. I'm like, you have to sign, you have to sign here. And then, then I woke up in my bed, sleep paralysis, couldn't move for about 10, 15 seconds. And same thing. I was just zapped the whole day. Wow. And that's happened to me a couple of times now where I've had very similar experiences, just a completely random dream. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I wake up and I'm in this boardroom and it's these people sitting around and I don't know what it is. I don't know <laughs> how to explain that one. My wife talked to a uh, psychic medium and she said it, it could be anything, it, you know, could be your spirit guides talking to you or opposite. <laughs> or, or, or what they call, I'm sure you know, you're familiar with the term uh, archons. Yep. Black who, ops. Who run the things in, this, in the, the astral realm, right? Mm -hmm. I heard a podcast uh, the other day. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Lighting the Void. No, I'll have to write. Oh, that. you should definitely check that out. 
Lighting the Void with Joe Roop, uh, R-U-P-E. Oh, yes, but I have heard of Joe Roop. I heard him yeah, on yeah. Sam Tripoli's podcast. Yeah, I love Sam Tripoli, man. He's mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm like every day listening to that. Mm-hmm. But uh, they just did one on Sam's uh, podcast called Zero, his spiritual yes. podcast, right? That's the one I listened to. Yeah, and they were talking about astral projection. And this guy calls in and he says that for about a month now, I'd be lucid dreaming and there's these guys in there in my dream, like four guys dressed in black and they all, they all have capes on. And every time I see them, I'm terrified and I got to go, right? And he's like, it almost seems like these people are guarding something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm not supposed to be there. And Joe said, think about it this way. If we know how to astral project, they got to know. Right. Like the government or whatever, the deep state, whoever it is, right? Right, the higher ups, they know. Yeah, they got to know how to do this. And they're probably masterful at it. Mm. So they probably have guards set up in the astral realm to protect things that we're not supposed to see, right? Definitely. And And then it goes back to the Bible where it's like, it's not a battle of flesh and blood, but of, but of spirit and principality. Right. Mm-hmm. And the more that I talk about this, the more I hear people talking about it around me, they're like, especially now because of the whole COVID thing, mm-hmm. every, people that are waking up, they talk about it. They say, dude, this is, this is not, this is not right. Something, something's not right. This is a spiritual war. Mm-hmm. I said, absolutely. It is man. Yeah, it's it absolutely is a spiritual battle. 100%. And the more evil that's being revealed, the more truth is being revealed to us, the more that we're waking up. Uh, I think the more that Christ consciousness is coming coming back. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. I... And in the meantime, Satan's trying to replicate uh, through technology what how we, we are supposed to be without the technology exactly we don't right? need our iphones we don't need any of this stuff we exactly. can do it but... i can live without it mm-hmm. in fact my oldest brother he lives off grid about six hours north of me on solar power and so if shit really hits the fan then i have a spot to go so i'm not worried you know like mm-hmm. if, if if costco like decides to go oh you have to take this mm-hmm. this jab in order to stay here then i'm like yeah not happening mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they haven't gone like full 1984 in new york yet not but, yet not yet it's... i i think it's coming with the whole variant thing and mm-hmm. they're gonna blame the unvaccinated for making the vaccinated sick somehow Cause, however cause, that works because that makes sense yeah <laughs> right oh i had a guy say on, on say to me on instagram the other day because i was saying something about like being anti-vax he's like you're the reason that the virus is mutating because you're not getting the vaccine. <laughs> it just made my brain go, huh? <laughs> right. Uh, I don't even, I, I stay completely now when I talk to people, I don't even talk, I don't mention it because it's, it's just purely political at this point. Oh, it, it is. Has, yeah. It has nothing to do with science. It has nothing to do with. Yeah, anything. absolutely. And I just don't mention it don't do anything but what's nice is in new york you don't have to wear a mask anymore so that's well that's good yeah you're supposed to you know use the honor system but <laughs> yeah everyone I does told my everyone friend. everyone uses the honor system in new york right i told my friend at work i said these guys okay look at how pathetic this is these these guys yell at this old man for having a medical exemption and they call the police on him. And three cop cruisers come over for one old man because he refuses to wear a fucking chin diaper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Part of my language. I don't know if no, you're, you're, oh. you're fine, man. All right, cool. And I had a discussion with him. I said, I'm like, look, man, I'm on your side. He goes, I know you are. I can tell. And he said, there's a lot of people on our side, but they just don't, they don't want to do anything about it. And I said, yeah, man. So we were talking for a bit and he ends up, uh, he ends up saying to me, 
because I, I asked him, I go, what's your name, man? He's like, I can't tell you that. I said, okay, I respect that. I said, I'm Dave, by the way. And I shake his hand. He's like, hey, Dave, nice to meet you. And he goes, I just don't want to tell you my name in case the Nazis come and they want to torture you for information. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. It is. Oh, man. But then, like, uh, when we ended our discussion, we went our separate ways. He said, perhaps I'll see you in heaven. I said, perhaps, man. God bless. Have a good one, man. That was, like, that was a cool experience, man. Yeah. Like, those type of experiences, when it... They're just random. They're not random. They're all synchronistic. But oh yeah, but they're all meant to happen. Exactly. I, I 100% believe that. That every, even the dumbest little things, is all part of, you know, your journey in life, and it all leads up to something. Like even you were saying, um, your paranormal things were the seeds planted for your spiritual awakening. Yeah, I didn't realize it at the time, but when I hit 30 and I awake, awoke, I was like, oh, man, all that happened for a purpose. Like, everything. It, like, makes you feel like everything is there. Everything's, like, your life is a puzzle, and you can see the things fall into place if you're open to that. But right. if you're not open to it, you're not going to see it. Exactly. Like, the people who, ref- who completely deny that anything like that ever happened, right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild, man. <laughs> it is. I'll, I'll tell you a quick story too. When my grandfather died, this was, I would say the beginning of my spiritual awakening. I was, I, I don't even think I'm fully awoke yet either, but <laughs> um, he died when I was 17. He used to fly pigeons. That was one of his hobbies. He flew pigeons and everything. And so at his funeral, they decided to release some pigeons. Cool. So they set him off and two, did not fly out of the thing and i'm sitting in the you know hearse or van or whatever it is with my cousins and these birds would not come out of their crates they would not come out and then we were we drove there in the car with the pigeons and those two pigeons stayed in the crate and stayed with us the entire time and i was like damn that's them that's my grandparents they're hanging wow and that's wild man but no one else even like paid it my brother paid attention to it but my other cousins they were like oh that's weird why aren't these birds flying out i'm like god it, it's them they're with us right yeah now. yeah, yeah. you know he was like obvious right yeah and yeah. so that was like the beginning of it and then it's just been a roller coaster from there but that's it that reminds me of another story <laughs> my uh grandmother my mother's mother when she passed away uh, we went to uh, Quebec for her funeral, and it was the morning of her funeral. It was just raining all morning, right? And as soon as they, as soon as they put the coffin like in the ground, the sky cleared and the sun rays were coming down, and it wasn't raining anymore. And as soon as the body went, the coffin went down to the ground, and everybody was getting back in their cars. It started raining again. <laughs> I mean, like when you hear stories like this, uh, do you believe we live in a simulation? Or I think it's highly possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like if our, or even like a story, like we're creating our own adventure as we go. Cause I bet you no one else at that funeral, or maybe a couple people did, but they, no one else probably noticed this. But oh, you, my, my, my parents did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My parents definitely noticed that. And I was, I was like completely blown away. I was like, wow. Cause it was like black sky and then like golden in the middle and then the sun rays coming down. Like what are the odds? Right. And that's just another thing that stays with you and makes you realize like, yeah, man, I guess God's with us. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. So it is crazy. I love it. I do too. I love hearing people's stories because when we, when you talk to more and more people, you realize just about everyone, even if they oh, I don't believe in the paranormal. They have something. They have yeah. some oh, yeah. type of story. Yeah. And I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but it, it happens almost on a daily basis, like at work and stuff. I just, you talk to people and they're like, oh no, I don't believe in any of that. But, oh, there's this one time that I ran into, it's like, they're like, oh, this one guy at work was like, no, nah, I don't believe in ghosts, but I, I did see my mom in a dream. She passed like the week after she passed away. I'm like, it wasn't a dream, man. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. But 
So did you have I, any more? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, I probably have way like a, a bunch more stories that like happened to other people who didn't believe in the paranormal. And once it happened to them, they started believing it. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine, he was um, at another friend of mine at her house, and she was on the driveway and she was crying. And so my buddy goes up to her and he, he says, what are you crying about? She's like, he's, she's like, look over there. And he looks over and he sees this old lady dropping a bag, like a purse and picking it up. And then she took a couple steps and she dropped it again and picked it up and looked over at both of them and just completely vanished. <laughs> and the girl my friend she said to to my other friend she said she's still crying she said she died two weeks ago wow wow and my so friend she... my friend yeah my friend said to me i never believed in anything like that but after that like boom that was it right yeah that gave me the goosebumps the hair standing yeah, up on the back of the neck that that's weird I know. And these people, like, it's hard to tell people, like, convince people, like, these stories are real because I know, but I know these people and I know they wouldn't make up any, make right. up any stories like that. You know what I mean? So, but like other people, like when they tell ghost stories, I, I want to believe them, but at the same time I get skeptical mm -hmm. because I know there's people out there that, that want to believe, but they make shit up. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Wow. But like when I hear it from legitimate sources that I'm like, yeah, man, that's, yeah, that's, that's legit, you know? Definitely. Definitely. And <laughs> another one, <laughs> my brother and my uncle, they were on, uh, they were fishing on a boat at nighttime. And again, my brother was like, never believed any of this shit, right? But he was out there on the boat with my uncle and he told me this story. We were drinking one night and he told me the story that, yeah, we were out fishing one night and on the boat and it was, it was late at night, probably two in the morning and they're fishing, they're drinking, they're fishing and they're both like back to back facing opposite directions, fishing. Mm -hmm. And then my, my buddy or no, my, my uncle hears like a, like they both hear like a splash, right? Like, oh, must be a fish over there. Cast over that direction. And then they heard like a little behind them. I'm like, what the fuck? Is it over there or is it over there? And so they're like, ah, whatever. We'll just fish back to back again. And then all of a sudden they heard in one direction, they heard uh, a voice and it said, help me. Like, like a whisper, like, help me, help me, right? And my brother's telling me this story. He's like, he's just like his mind's blown he's like dave i never i never knew I, I never thought any of this could happen but he said after we heard the help me we looked over the direction and we saw a fucking glowing hand coming up to us in the water and we both just i just like started the engine of the boat <laughs> and it and he, they took off and it, it started following them until it disappeared that's wild that yeah happens. man so and then he, and then I'm, and he's and, I, and i'm like i don't know if i believe you or not he's like He's like, ask your uncle next time you see him. Is this your so like, the brother you were in the room? He was in. That was a different one. I have three brothers. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is a different one. So, so when I went to have dinner with my uncle one time at his place, uh, we we're eating and, I, and I, I'm like, oh, Uncle Phil, by the way, Kelly told me this story, right? Uh, but when you guys were fishing, he's like, he told you that? I'm like, yeah. I'm like. I guess you know what it's about already. He's like the hand in the water. <laughs> so right away I got confirmation, right? Mm -hmm. And these guys, you know what I mean? Like legitimate. They're not going to make shit up just to get clout right. or anything, right? Right, right. And it's wild, man. It's so wild. Yeah, there's... Oh. Go ahead, go ahead. 
just, just keep going. So many stories. Whatever you this, think of, just keep going. Yeah, this one girl that I was involved with, uh, I was like 14 years old. We were like, uh, we had a crush on each other, whatever. Um, we kept in contact for years, right? And she told me, I, I don't know whose house it was she was at, but she was there alone. And she said she would feel like this, like, there's like a, like a, a baffle in the middle of the living room and there's like this pinpoint of light she could see and that light there was like it was freezing cold she said it's like if I put my like if I stood there like I'd feel like my whole head like just like start to freeze and then my whole body and she'd like clam up right and then she she said and she said one time I was up I went upstairs and I heard a voice downstairs so I looked up I looked I looked down the stairs I couldn't could see anybody she was home alone right and all of a sudden she felt a push from behind and she like got pushed down the stairs really yeah and I was like whoa dude I don't know about that one like I'm a little skeptical about that one because that really freaks me out like if they're like violent like that mm-hmm. like that that's really freaky to me but I don't know. But then again, she's not the type to lie either. So I don't know, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> but man, if something were to like actually like push me, like that, that's when I'd be like, yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had. I had some... a very vivid dream one time where somebody gave me like a star, you know, the Star Wars force push, like mm-hmm. somebody force pushed me and I went into the back of a wooden fence. And I, and I hit my back on it and I woke up and I could feel like the pain in my back. Dream- Crazy, man. Dreams are like, I, they're more than what science tells us they are. Just uh, the, the, science doesn't know shit about consciousness. They can't no. prove what it is. They don't know no. what it is. I believe it comes from our creator. The, the source of our consciousness is God. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Like he's a big, he's not like a guy in the sky with a beard. He's the source of where we come from, the, the source of consciousness. That's so what I think God is. It's very, the analogy you made earlier that what Satan is making, the internet is like the opposing aspect of it. Like God is the all-knowing. And so mm-hmm. they have to cr- manufacture a false one. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's what they're doing with the whole transhumanism agenda and everything, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And um I forgot what I was going to say. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Satan. The word Satan, actually, if you translate it, just all it means is adversary. Mm-hmm. It just means the, the opposer, right? Like, I don't believe that there is one Satan. I, I believe it is like... No, it's a the, spirit, the cosmic, just like God is. Yeah, the cosmic force of just... It's two opposing evil. forces. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. God is in, God is in everybody. Satan is in everybody. It's whatever force you choose to, to project, right? Like I saw this guy on Instagram today, and he, this guy literally cut off his nose, his ears, had metallic teeth in, and and like implanted bones to make himself look like a demon. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess you're you're a step ahead when you go to hell, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, why would you want to do that? Who knows? That might be mental illness or... <laughs> oh, it's got to be at that yeah. point. I mean, tattoos point, are one yeah. thing. A couple oh, he cut off his fingers too, all of his fingers. Oh, that makes sense. He'll, he'll go far <laughs> in life. <laughs> Talk about a career ender. Exactly. <laughs> wow. So, Dave, you got any other stories you want to i probably do but not off the top of my head yeah you want to get into your spiritual awakening at all or is that personal um to be honest that's that's a huge story maybe we could save it for another day (laughs) we could do a part two yeah yeah that's a huge story actually yeah all right like it's it actually culminated in one point but everything that surrounded it is a massive story that all goes with it so so we'll plan for a part two then yeah for sure yeah definitely all right well thank you so much for coming on
Yeah, man. Are you? Do you post these or do you like? Um, uh, I'll I'll on... just do the audio and I'll put them. Uh, they'll be posted to Spotify, uh, Apple. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it'll be on just about everything. I'll edit it up tonight. You know, or awesome. start to edit it. But yeah, man, you're always welcome to come on anytime cool, you man. want to talk about something. Um, thank you again for coming. Do you want to give yourself a shout out? People want to follow you on Instagram or. Uh, if anybody wants to follow me, I'm uh, Davey Wavy two one one two. I am a truther, so but I'm also a fun guy. You know what I mean? Like I like to post comedic stuff. I don't just go for truth, 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 truth. You know, exactly. I love life. I love comedy. I love horror. I love music. I'm a huge music guy. Um, whatever, man. I'm yeah. very personable. I like to, I like to talk to people, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, just an all around kind of character, you know. Exactly. I got a question for it with the horror sure. stuff. So I started getting into horror movies around the time of college, and that's when I started really noticing the spiritual activity in my life and the paranormal stuff. Okay. Up. Do you think there is a correlation between watching horror movies? and having these experiences because a lot of people like you said parents and stuff will be like, oh you're watching too many scary movies do you right, think right, there's right. do you think it just opens your eyes to it or do you think it's purely like I, obviously it's not coincidental that it happens but I, i've noticed not, that a lot with people they they start watching horror movies and all of a sudden they start noticing more stuff around them at least that's how it happened for me i think for me i was i was introduced to horror at a very early age because i had three older brothers i'm the youngest mm -hmm. and a sister right they're mm -hmm. all older than me uh like one of my favorite movies of all time is george romero's dawn of the dead and i saw it when i was like five years old it didn't scare me i just i was just like oh wow this is cool right mm -hmm. uh other movies terrified the shit out of me like the exorcist and uh even Terminator, the first Terminator movie, scared Jurassic, the crap out of me, right? Jurassic Park scared the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't really think there's a correlation because I, my belief is that horror movies are there to exercise the fear out of you. They take fear out of you because I know as people, they're like, oh, I can't watch horror movies, they're too scary. And I'm like, what? It's just, a, it's just a movie, right? And when I was five years old, being exposed to that kind of stuff so early, I'm like, I, I just felt like I, I was overcoming fear of that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So now I can watch a horror movie and just kind of like, oh man, it's cool, right? I'm not scared of it, but I'm just like, oh, it's so cool. And I look at like all the things that have to do with the effects and how they do that and everything, right? I don't just look at it as something that's real in front of my face because i know it's fake right right but i honestly don't like I, I actually spoke to a guy before i said do you think horror movies are like of the devil and he's like no i think horror movies actually help us to exercise x or size like spiritually mm -hmm. get rid of fear right and i said yeah i think that's what it is too no, those are my thoughts. Uh, I agree with that 100%. Because I've, I've heard people say, oh, you just, you know, if you watch too many horror movies, you're going to start getting, you know, negative things in your house. And nah. I'm like, dude, it's nah, just. No, nah, man. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. I There's... definitely don't think, because I watch horror movies all the time. And like, I haven't had any experiences uh, aside from what happened to me when I was 11 years old. And I'm 42 now. I haven't had any experiences since then. So, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a bunch of hot air. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Dave, for coming on. Yeah, man, uh, it's a pleasure. Uh, awesome. And like I, I love, said, I love talking about this. Like, I, I get like super excited exci when I talk yeah. about this stuff. Yeah. Me too. That's why I started that's the great. show. Because. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. I noticed just it's crazy. Literally, like, if you talk to a person long enough, you're gonna find some type of paranormal experience. Absolutely. I have friends at work and, and I tell them these stories and they're like, whoa, and then they'll tell me their story, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and that, that picture I sent you that I posted on Instagram, like I had people like looking at it and they're like, oh, dude, that's crazy, that's crazy, right? And then they'll message me personally instead of commenting about their experience, right? 
So yeah, I could see why you would like have a passion to do this. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Shit, I should have done it. <laughs> do it. I mean, I agree with like what Sam Tripoli says and it the law of abundance, the more the merrier, man. Yeah, man. More... Yeah. For so. sure. And it just gets you stoked. Like the energy that comes out of me when I talk about these stories is just like like I'm hyped up, man. I love it. Yeah, it's exciting. And, and sharing truth with other people, like like-minded people, that's what it's about, man. It's like because not everybody's like this, you know what no, I mean? No, no. <laughs> I just walk around like like I, I see NPCs everywhere I go. Yeah, man. You know? I used to be a teacher and NPCs are real. They're real. <laughs> they are, I, I mean, there are some people that have just been at this at jobs for 30 plus years. And I mean, that's they, it. They can't adapt to anything new. They can't have yeah. a real conversation. They've taught the same curriculum for it's like, like they're, spir- they're spiritually dead yeah and it's like are you how do you get through life and it, when you watch them just like take yourself out of the situation and just watch these people you're like they're just on a loop they're not yeah absolutely it's really crazy i, I think yeah, they it, can be woken up but <laughs> some people i think so miss. but it, it's that's that's again like you just got to plant seeds and you can't you can't force it on anybody right no that's that's why i believe like if, if christ is the truth and the christians think they have the truth and but they go around forcing it upon people like on, on the street with signs like the end is near blah, 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 i believe christ like that's not the way to go about it man you know never, what i mean never <laughs> is all you're doing is turning people off <laughs> exactly it's crazy exactly. man it is all right. So while you're on one last question, you're up in Canada. Yep. Th- thoughts on Bigfoot. Uh, well, I just ordered uh, some Dr. Squatch products. <laughs> <laughs> I use it too, Actually, man. it was last night. <laughs> uh, that's a hard one, man. I would definitely go with interdimensional. Interdimensional. Yeah. Interesting. Because, like, how can you not capture footage of it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's got to be some kind of interdimensional, like, disruptance with uh, technological equipment. Because every time somebody tries to snap picture, it's like that blurry, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how has nobody caught it? And the oh. legend has been around for so long. Man. I feel like people have caught it. And they, you think, like, certain censorship is bad i bet you they censor that stuff if if it's out there right i don't know i mean that's interesting with the interdimensional i always go towards more of like could it be have you heard of like the stone tape theory that no okay so i'm not an expert in it by any means but it's the idea that it could explain ghosts and things that that, uh places and objects imprint things almost like film and every once in a while you get a glimpse of something that goes through so i'm i always wonder is it something from the past that people are just catching a glimpse of going oh through? i see what you mean yeah so it's almost like because they refer to bigfoot as a ghost all the time they vanish or whatever and i always yeah. wonder is it like some kind of time loop where you're just catching like an, something like an from... energy imprint like what a ghost is like right exactly yeah exactly. interesting i never heard about that one but yeah fuck anything's possible man exactly but i always say like in the like when it comes to the bible i got really deep into it and that's part of my other story but i don't take it literally because i think if you take it literally uh you're crushing your spirit Mm -hmm. you're antichrist if you take it literally because ah my god it's, it's such a it's such a long story yeah because yeah, <laughs> when i started getting into it i went full hog and i i found like the hebrew roots movement and stuff Me too and I, yeah and, and yeah man. quickly kind of realized like this is too extreme like dude like, i had a dream after i got into it so hardcore and i found the hebrew roots and like the true name mm-hmm. i went to that too like yahuwah yep you know what I mean? Yash, uh, Yahushua. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I just got so judgmental of people that mm-hmm. didn't believe what I believed. And I, I had to come out of it. And then when I did come, when I was fighting that, that thought, I was like, oh man, 
I can't do this anymore, right? I had a very vivid dream where I was walking through an orphanage and either side there's there's beds with children in it. And at the very end of it, there was a, <laughs> a man and it was actually a rapper that I really liked. And his name was uh, Chaos, right? K-O-S, he's from mm-hmm. Toronto, right? And he was sitting there with his legs crossed and he had a Bible in his hands. And when I went up to him, he stood up and he picked up the Bible. He said, brother, these words can either bind you or free you. The choice is yours. Damn. And when I woke up from that day on, I freed myself from the shackles of the, the, the actual Bible and took everything with me that I learned from it and applied it to my life. Mm-hmm. Instead yeah. of just going around judging people how you're not supposed to do, right? Yeah, dude, that, I was supposed to. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Same for me. I was kosher for five years. I like was so I trying had, to live as close to the old, the old testament as you possibly could, right? Exactly. And then one yeah. day, it was just like a voice in my head was just like, "This is not necessary." Yeah. You, you're God still loves you no matter what. Exactly. Like, yeah. Doesn't you can you can have a pork chop like. it's un, but it's unreal how how that book can just completely manipulate your mind and warp you to the point where it's like oh i guess i gotta wear all uh 100 cotton and all white and can't mix the wool with it and right like yeah oh man oh it's crazy it was crazy but i i again i don't even know how i found it it was just like i was just like researching something but it just popped up and I was like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then it's just like out of control after a while. Yeah. And then it was just I like, I grew a fucking big beard like that. Dude, me too. I was wearing the ZT. I didn't all go that, that shit, far. man. Dude, I didn't I was... go that far, but, <laughs> but I had the beard. I was like very, you know, I wasn't doing anything on Saturdays. I was really trying to stick to it. And then it just. Yeah, Shabbat Shalom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I was watching this. Because if one... you don't speak Hebrew, then you then God doesn't love you, right? Right. But yeah, it's just crazy. It's just, uh... but yeah, we're gonna definitely have to do a part two and get into this. Yeah, I think we, we there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. hey, thank you for coming on. I'll let you know as soon as this is posted. You can post it on your Instagram, whatever. Yeah, dude, for sure. Rock and roll, man. It's been awesome, fun. man. A lot of great. Yeah, stories. man. It's a huge pleasure to meet you. Always with people like. like like like-minded people man it's like it's like you're it's like i've known you forever already you know what i mean it's crazy how it works like that yeah yeah just random the the interconnected uh souls that we are like we're awakened souls right like ah it's crazy i love it (laughs) i love it too man well take care of yourself stay strong (laughs) you too man (laughs) and i'll I'll talk to you soon and we'll have a okay man awesome we'll keep in touch later man take care And that's the show, folks. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have a story of your own, you can go ahead and email me at upstateunconventional at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram at upstate underscore unconventional. If you'd like to help the show grow, you can leave a positive review. And most importantly, share the show with your friends, family, and whoever else you can think to share it with. That's how this show grows. So thank you so much to all the listeners, and we'll see you soon.